back to our mini pods. Here we are again. Sadly, um, we're going to take on a little darker topic this time because it's in the news. Um, the death of Twitch. For those who don't know, he was Ellen's sidekick for many years. I remember him on So You Think You Could Dance because being a ballerina when I was like six, <laughs> I, I um, was fascinated with that show. And he was on like one of the first few seasons and he was so talented. I was blown away by by him and watched him progress and he's popped he was up. a dancer? Oh, yes. he's an amazing dancer. Yes, a, a dancer. Great dancer. Cool. Um, I think... Um, I as a DJ. No, so the funny thing is he didn't even know how to DJ. That was all... Uh, yeah, it was I think all... she said he was a fake DJ. He was That's a fake so DJ, fun. yeah. He was in a, like, break dancing and... Um, he was just naturally had it. I mean, a great dancer. Got it. Yeah. But the scary thing, I mean, aside from the total sadness of losing, losing this guy, he was, up until the day before doing some kind of fun dancing thing with his someone in his family, his wife or his wife his was also kid. so his, he met his wife on So You Think He Can Dance. Got it. She was a ballerina, but he was more of a, a street dancer. I see. But to think he took his own life maybe twenty four hours after this, you if you watch it, it was on I mean I just saw it on the news because when they made this sad announcement and I just thought that is just so scary when there is just, you know, no clue even 24 hours before, or maybe right. I'm wrong, maybe it was 48 hours, but it was very soon before uh, he decides to take his life. Well, if you, yeah, just... if you haven't seen it, um, basically he left his home, he left his car. This is just what's in the mainstream media, so I don't have any um, secret information. But And his wife then went to the station to report him missing and knew that something was wrong because he would never leave that stuff behind. Uh, by all counts, everyone who was around him within that 48 hours said there was no difference in his mood or he was on, you know, Instagram making videos and he yeah. talked to his grandfather and um, she reports him missing. They make him a high risk missing. And sadly, LAPD found him in a hotel room because the hotel room had discovered him yeah. and he was deceased. So it's it's super sad because here's a kid who I feel like, and I don't know his background, so I'm not trying to prejudge it, but I feel like he came from, you know, not nowhere, but he's like one of us, like an average kid who yeah. grew up and, and I don't and know. the great success. Right, I mean, and I don't know the struggles, but he got on the show and it propelled his whole career and he met Ellen through the show and that's how he ended up fake DJing. And <laughs> um, they had such great chemistry. Yeah. And but on the outside, even his family life looked good. And, yeah, three kids. And like oh, he you adopted say, the one child. You never know. I mean, like, which you would always say after these awful stories of you just don't know. But this, you really, it was such a shock to people that knew him. Yeah. Yeah. And it just had, they said, no clue. People that were with him so so often and so close to the time. I don't know if he ever talked publicly about mental health stuff. I guess I would have to go back and look. But as far as I know, I've never, I've never seen anything. I mean, it's it's really sad to hear. But the unfortunate thing for me is that it's it's not that surprising. Is that so many right. times you know it's it's the guy who's the happiest and the loudest in the room is mm -hmm. the one who's who's hurting the hardest and. Yeah. Especially also just the fact that he's a man, you know, um, it's the, it, 
studies show that women, yeah. you know, have four or five people that mm -hmm. they can call at any given moment to talk something through. And a men if yeah. are lucky if they have one. You know, yeah, we, we just that. simply have less friends. And that no, but not that is also the stigma and the ability to talk about it. Even if you have a lot of friends, it's still. But right. I don't feel like men communicate like that. They're like, "Hey, what's up? Want to watch the game? Yeah, cool, stigma. dude. Let's watch." Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And <laughs> not like, "Hey, it, how you feeling today? I heard you had a bad day yesterday." Exactly, and it is productive sometimes to have those direct conversations mm -hmm. in that way. But I gotta. Be, I mean, there's probably like one person that I could truly have that deep of a of a vulnerable conversation with. The rest of the time, you know, just watching the game or like rolling around in, uh, you know, with the football or whatever is uh, is enough, you know, is yeah. enough. Just the quality time is, is enough to be the medicine. Um, but, you know, maybe he just didn't have enough time in his schedule. You know, lately he hadn't been able to do the, the things that like really gave him, joy. you know, that joy aside from. You know, sometimes it gets difficult, too, when you're in your passion and then your passion becomes your work. Yeah, and that's that, true. that yeah. used to be good your point. outlet. That's and a good uh, point. And then now dance is a source of stress for him. And Could be, yeah. yeah. Never thought of it like that's that. A that's a good point. Yeah. You never know. I you mean, don't know. I think at the end of the day, we, we have to make a conscious effort to check on one another. Yeah. And to learn from something like this to really, uh, if, if you're a person suffering, to know mm -hmm. how how you can be helped to reach out. Totally. Well, just don't ask surface questions is my point. Don't say, hey, let's watch the game. Ask them, how are you doing today? Yeah, you know? true. I heard whatever, X, Y, and Z happen. How are you handling that? Just be very direct. I think people appreciate that. They may be taken a little off guard, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, you may get them to open up a little bit or maybe, I don't know, just think about, change their thinking. And if you're someone struggling, it really is worth it to reach out. Yeah. If nothing, you know, if you think it's it's not worth it, it's worth it. Just at least give it another day. Reach out and uh, to a friend or a professional. And Well, I was playing darts the other day with a friend of mine who has been suffering with, um, you know, he had a, a manic break. Mm -hmm. And uh, he um, he just came over, you know, we're we're shooting the shooting the shit and. Uh, he was telling me about this and that and just some of his concerns about, you know, things for the future and maybe things with women in the future. And I was just like, hey, man, like, I understand that sucks. And he was like, you don't know how much that meant for me to hear you just say yeah, that's that great. Yeah. you understand and that sucks. Like, instead of everyone just kind of trying to solve all of my solve problems it, right. or us oh, trying to send me to this doctor or that doctor or whatever, he's like, I don't I don't need you to solve my problems like we can just hang out. It means you're listening. listening. Exactly. Listening. And I was like, hey, that's great. I can't solve your problems, so that's <laughs> great. That's perfect. <laughs> Sometimes you just need that person to know somebody cares. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. I think the other part of the situation is when people are in that situation, they just feel so helpless and hopeless and like they're a burden. The biggest thing I understand is you feel like you're a burden upon other people. Mm -hmm. And that's truly not the case. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how we relay that message across, but... It's definitely something we need to get out there. Well, in talking about all of this, it's both sides. It's <laughs> if you're the person struggling or if you're the person that someone can talk to, is you know, both sides can talk, and it's worth it. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We welcome your input. To contact us or any of our guests, please email us at behindourdoor at mail.com. 
That's behindourdoor@mail.com. And please don't forget to like and share our podcast. Um, leave us a rating. Tell us how we're doing. We really want your feedback. It's important to us. We are so thankful that you are here and listening to us. If you or someone you know is in crisis struggling with mental illness, you can call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or the NAMI Helpline at 1-800-950-6264. Until next time, please join us for another conversation behind our door. Thanks for listening.